0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda
0: Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is
1: Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are Pretty Deadly. Mm -hmm. And you're listening... The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Yes, Yes,
0: boy. Yes, boy. You are watching and listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Ro Moran, and Chino Liao coming to you for episode number 434 As admin Angela pointed out in the comment section It's apropos that I'm wearing a white ringer tee then, uh, you know, for CM Punk And as we all know, CM Punk spent 434 days as WWE Champion We'll get to talk about him and the rest of AEW as we preview all out That's happening later on We'll also be talking about some big points from Uh, The worlds of Raw and SmackDown and NXT. That's coming up in just a bit. But first, we got to give a shout out to our patrons because we have another watch party that we're bringing to you over on our patron Discord community. So uh, Monday, Manila time, we've got All Out. That's happening. So uh, you can join us over on patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. And you can do that for as low as 250 pesos a month. You get to be part of our watch parties for big pay-per-views like All Out. You also get exclusive merch from the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast like a face mask and a Mr. C-shirt until supply is last. And you also get to watch stuff like Heels which stars Stephen Amell and CM Punk. He was on the most recent episode by the way. And if we haven't convinced you yet today or uh, tong time is actually the best time to sign up for uh, our Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon community because it's the start of a brand new month. So sulit na sulit yung first month ng subscription. Nyo. So again, it's patreon.com Slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We'll have a watch party on Monday Manila time for All Out. All right. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm. It, it's not a CM Punk shirt. It's just a white ringer tee. <laughs> and because you can't see what's underneath, I can pretend it's a CM Punk shirt, but it's not. <laughs> uh, saying hi to Ramon as well. Thank you so much for joining us. You mga kumu viewers natin, medyo wala pa. Ramon is a new listener from Podcast PH. Hey,
2: oh, no. yun bobongan na e mga posts ko sa Podcast PH.
0: Ongay. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. Alak. Alak ako. Alak ako. Alang yung listener din sa Podcast PH. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, di naman,
0: di naman. Si Admin Angelo nandun dyan. Tramaram ta oh. mga lurkers nandun. Yeah, yeah. So really appreciate all of you who take time out to listen and to share uh, the podcast with your friends and with your uh, specific networks. All right. Let's get to some wrestling talk. Let's start on the main roster. And we're going to go to SmackDown, where the big question coming out of this past week's SmackDown is, is Becky Lynch heel enough? What do you guys think? Let's start with you, Chino.
1: No, I don't think so. Um, I saw that promo or that segment with Bianca and Carmella. It's like lot pa see Carmella and Zelina Vega, which is sensible because they've been on the show a lot longer. So they've yeah. had more time to establish themselves as actual heel. That said, if Becky Lynch were the quote unquote man behind this idea of her turning heel, I think she has to lead into it more. Because she was this is just me and my you know male ego. She was smiling a lot, and for me, when she smiles, Hindi Hindi siya, Which is essentially it she doesn't draw heat when she smiles. She doesn't draw heat when she talks. Mayabang siya, yes, but it's not not enough for me to hate her, mm-hmm. Yes, she has she has control on her side because she's the champion. But I I didn't really end up disliking her
0: in this promo. Anin kulang ro What what does Becky need to do to be more hateable?
2: Uh she has to go back to what she was doing before. Yung the... Bugging dick niya to other people. Um, the heedless thing that she did in that segment on SmackDown was just to say no to Bianca's challenge for her championship. But uh, that's not going to be picked up on by a lot of people, especially if you're looking for a sign and a signal Na oh, kupal pala to. So yeah, uh, she was right. He ha- she really does have to lean into it. Um, maybe she starts. She has to start uh, trash talking on Twitter again, just to you know. But then again, that kind of stuff will also get the crowd to like her more. So I don't know. Uh, they have to book her in a way that is overtly heel, uh, overtly villainous of her. Um, I hope that they do so in the coming weeks. In this, in the coming episodes, may um, time pa I just hope that they do it.
0: Uh, Joseph is saying in the comment section she has to be with Seth. I think Seth himself would shoot that down. He's given interviews uh, since Becky went on maternal leave saying that going to pair up with Becky Lynch on screen because they're yeah, just would, really different characters. That didn't, characters. Work. Uh, huh. mm. that didn't and, work the last time.
1: Yeah, it was a right. weird yeah, it was a weird mix up. It was it, it didn't work because characters and it wasn't a natural partnership. Other than <laughs>
0: chemistry, you know. Well, for exactly. a, for a like real-life husband and wife pair
1: exactly other than the fact that they are in a relationship together there's really nothing that connects their two characters together so for them yeah. to be pushed smudged in together on uh on, on resting tv it's weird
0: yeah i i think the way to go here is to really just take away what we love about becky so you know um she has to stop doing her catchphrases she has to stop giving in, I guess, to, you know, uh, stop pandering to the crowd and really make it overt like what you guys said, Nah, yeah, uh, I, I'm not the same man who left uh, in April of 2020. Um, Waki is asking, is it because Becky isn't heel enough or they aren't as in love with Bianca? I people actually love think, Bianca. Yeah, people, love, people Bianca. love Bianca. And they're booking her well, huh? Like, she's still a very com- uh, competent and competitive baby face. So it's not like she's like like Drew McIntyre, babyface, na you know, ha- kind of hard to get behind De, Bianca is still someone who the fans really love, so I think it's really a matter mo- uh, more of a matter, that people just really love Becky Lynch.
1: She, yeah. Bian- yeah, talking about Bianca Belair. She has the strongest case to make here in terms of her rivalry with Becky Lynch, right? And I don't think Carmella and and Zelina Vega and even Liv Morgan for that fact have enough of a case to step up to the man and say. Na ako yung next challenger mo because hindi pa tapos yung story naiyada ni Bianca and because Bianca Belair is just uh, a little more more charismatic than all of them.
0: Yeah, uh, as it stands, we are just what one SmackDown in, From this new story having begun at SummerSlam, so let's see what happens on Saturday morning Manila time. Uh, sticking on SmackDown, merong mga rumors that Fox, as in the network, was pretty upset over CM Punk signing with AEW, which uh, reportedly led to Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar being brought over to SmackDown. So, Ro, what's your take on this?
2: Um, Well, we're in the end, right? So, uh, WWE may have lost on CM Punk, but I don't really think Punk was interested in going back to WWE. Um, Fox is a little naive to think Na just because Punk appeared on WWE backstage for their channel, uh, babalik siya sa WWE, and he actually wants to go back to WWE, he doesn't want that. We've all heard from him saying that he doesn't want that. Um, but yeah, if it forces WWE to step up and you know sign the big names, then all for it. We're all for it. We win. Uh, the fans win. Uh, sorry na lang sa Fox <laughs> na, na, yung na And the other rumor that you failed to mention is that. USA and NBC are not happy that SmackDown gets the big guys. So, you know, bigger issue nila right now. So, what does WWE do now? This do what? Who do they bring back on Raw to appease the other network?
1: So Edge.
2: Who do you think? Who? Why? Why Edge?
1: No, I'm just spitballing here, uh, based on on online innuendo that I've seen. Honestly, it can be anybody. In fact, if they were smart enough. They would bring some of the released guys back, put on a Bray Wyatt or a Braun Strowman. It's not enough star power, sure, but it's at least somebody that fans will recognize. It's just an absence of understanding what actually works in the WWE instead of just Categorically dismissing everybody because they're big money stars. Yes, the madami, but that's how business works. There, right? you put in what you take out, and if you kept guys like Braun, like Bray, siyempre na the big big name stars. Um, Alistair
0: Black, who's now with Alistair, AEW.
1: In the AEW, Alistair Black, they would have at least had an ability to bolster their raw lineup instead of just saying, "Ah, mahal kayo, eh, so na
0: I mean, it's not like Ross roster is really stacked uh, or, or is not stacked. It's still pretty stacked. Like wherever you go in WWE, all of the rosters are pretty deep. So I would say it's not just a matter of of, of um, bringing back a Bray Wyatt or a Braun Strowman. You have to build guys up uh, back up again. But how many uh, Drew McIntyre matches have we seen where he was involved in the WWE championship picture? Why not build up someone like a... Or why did it take so long to build up a Damian Priest? If Keith Lee were healthy, why not build up a Keith Lee? So these are still people that fans want to see on TV. It's just that they just haven't gotten uh, a chance to really be on the level of a Drew McIntyre or a Bobby Lashley. Um, Sticking to Raw here, uh, my question coming out of this week's episode is why they haven't been building up to Extreme Rules. Because it's week one of September and Extreme Rules is at the end of September. So, you know, in an ideal world, you want your shows to be taking one step at a time towards the pay-per-view But with things going on right now, we didn't see Alexa Bliss at all She was supposed to start a feud with Charlotte Ms. She's Morrison left. didn't happen, but he was also not there uh, I, I don't know what Bobby Lashley's deal is If he's going to be uh, feuding with Goldberg Parin Or with any of these guys who came up to challenge him at the start of the show What's going on here?
2: Uh, Vince ripped up the script That's what happened This week on a, On this week's episode uh, He ripped up the script There was a script And that's why Alexa wasn't on the show That's pretty much it And if you have A manic Vince uh, Basically throwing The script that his writers Wrote in the trash Forward momentum
1: Yeah There were reports saying uh, Hours before the show Was to start so at six p.m., this roll started at seven, eight, the Yeah. Yeah. At 8. six p.m., what happened script? They were still going through ideas. And unfortunately, one of the ideas that was thrown out of the script was Alexa Bliss. Now does that make sense in the long run? Probably not. Because yeah, look at what happened. We got Naya and Charlotte fake shooting on each other in the <laughs> middle of the match. Diba? So parang, it's a little it's a little harder to understand now, especially since the, the whole issue with the WWE now is, apart from, of course, releasing a lot of superstars, is that their creative isn't as deep or as uh, uh, productive as it once was. <laughs> <laughs> WWE, you know, it on the batate, you WWE, nakaproduce producing enough banners week after week for decades. And that now, you get news reports saying, Vince didn't like that. Or Vince is losing his mind. Or Vince is the angriest he's ever been. But, <laughs> so you can't help but wonder what's happening here. Is it because it was his birthday at the same day? Is it because, <laughs> because the dementia? We don't know. Nobody can really tell.
0: I mean, I can't say anything about that either because but none of the three of us are in the writer's room. Exactly. None of the three of us are at backstage or in gorilla or whatever. So, um, I mean, for about as long as I can remember since I started putting on my Smarky hat, I you know, we've been complaining about this. And talking about this online, you know, uh, I think for the last decade of my life. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, there are some good things coming out of creative. Like, Segura, you go back to SmackDown. Happy Corbin, who you guys seem to love in the comment section. That's a good creative decision, I guess, right? People are loving Happy Corbin. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm cool with Happy Corbin. Uh, I wanted the whole thing. Uh, to last longer. Yung yung bum ass Aaron yeah. to last Aho longer.
0: I, I like bum ass Corbin better.
2: <laughs> but uh ako lang ba is, is it just me? Uh can anyone speak to what storylines were like before? Like how long do they drag on? Is it just me? Am I just noticing that the storylines don't last for more than two months? Um but uh, at the same time the season modes uh, here comes the pain. Four weeks on storylines uh no diba
0: I mean some of them lasted pretty long, like uh HBK versus Jericho was a nine month feud. It was an accident, but it was a nine month feud. That was what, two thousand eight, two thousand nine? of
1: recent memory, uh the role models, golden role models breaking up was what, six months.
0: Yeah, that was a long story as well.
1: That that was pretty long as well, right? So it wasn't it's not as if it needs in a long storytelling. It's really just there's something that's happening behind the scenes that we really can't, or at least for me, can't put a finger on. And I know that's our job, to put a finger on the wrestling pulse here. Well, I don't maintindihan It's so hard to decipher.
0: They're just rushing. I think, yeah. I, I think if anything, our Natin is really just to be the voice of everybody. <laughs> to just put it out there now. hey, you know what? Yeah. Uh, something's amiss. Yeah. And, and here's why. And and try to make sense of it the best way we know how with as limited info as we can find on the internet, right? Uh, before we go to uh, our first break, let's talk about NXT. And, you know, official now, we've got that new logo coming up. And um, what we saw from the rumors is what we got on NXT's official Twitter. And Brian Alvarez of Wrestling Observer, Observer Live reported that, Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard will reportedly be producing NXT when it goes back to live broadcasts this September. Chino, your thoughts? I, you know
1: okay, I'll be honest with you guys in the comments section as well. I haven't actually seen NXT and I don't want to see NXT. And this is because seeing NXT now in in this new format that it's in is going to only make me feel for the old NXT, which we've all grown to love. it's not that I'm gonna stop watching NXT, of course I'll get to it eventually, but it's now sunk lower in the priority list for me, especially with all these reports coming out because it's sad to see all the things you love about NXT slowly being erased essentially and turned into what it once was, even the logo that we see now is very reminiscent of the logo that they had just fresh from FCW, diba? that that first season NXT with uh with Seth or whoever was the champion season yon, that nobody actually saw but was actually it was alright, but nobody saw that. And kung sa ka low quality, hindi naman low quality, no 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 rest the NXT, the eight-bit NXT, the NXT that wasn't as fleshed out. And it you can't help but feel for characters. That have already been developed characters next to the Johnny Gargano, the Malik Index, and
0: all that. Yeah, people in the comments section have been uh, making jokes now. Nah, NXT equals Nickelodeon or the Disney Channel. Uh, you know, people have also compared it to the logo on Dynamite because of the color scheme. So, Ro, what do you think of all this? Since um, unlike Chino, mustu talk the dalawa sa NXT?
2: Uh, I'm not excited for it, syempre, As Chino said, um, it's definitely going to be different when Bruce and Vince take over. Because the main draw of NXT compared to the other shows like Raw and SmackDown was that Triple H was handling the thing, and you can really tell na iba yung pagkakahawak niya sa NXT compared to how Vince and Bruce do Raw and SmackDown. And now that that's going away, I have no high hopes for it. Um, I have some, a little bit, maybe, because uh, we still get SmackDown. And on occasion, SmackDown is still a good product. And uh, I hope that the new NXT veers more towards SmackDown than it does Raw. But the uh, bad habits ng main roster shows, they NXT. And uh, we've already seen the young guys get uh, more of a, a spotlight this time around. Yeah. And that's not gonna change. And that's not that's not the bad part, actually. Because oh the to showcase new talents. It's just that um this the quality of the storytelling is really gonna suffer because it's Bruce Pritchard, because it's Vince McMahon.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of afraid of what's gonna happen with Tien Sha, right? Uh I, I, there is a specific act I'm mentioning just because um I think pro wrestling as a whole hasn't really been good um with telling stories about representation. So you know I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, One last note before we go to break. The hashtag RIPNXT has been trending for the last 24 hours. So uh, is this fair to say? This NXT that uh, Chino mentioned that we've all come to know and love is dead?
2: Yeah, Uh, pretty much. Uh, I don't know how they're going to transition to it. Um, If it's true indeed that Bruce will handle it, then it's not going to be the same NXT
0: we're watching now. Right, a uh, quick greeting going out to our friend Cornelius Lowe from APAC Wrestling. He's tuned into the live stream. Thank Amen. you so much for joining us. We're going to take our first break. But before we do that, uh, we got to let you know about a way you can support the podcast through your online shopping. And that is through our friends over at Lazada.
2: Nine-Nine is almost here with us. I'm sorry, I'm just handling the Kumu, which will not start for some reason. Uh, Nine-Nine is almost here with us next week and you can support the podcast with your online shopping on the Zada. All you got to do is use our affiliate link before you add the cart and check out. It's podlink.co slash EUL, podlink.co slash EUL. Again, use that before you add the cart and check out all all the stuff you want to buy. And, you know, portions of your purchases will help us do what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost to
0: you. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia.
1: If you're a podcaster or plan to create your own podcast soon, we want to share with you a tool that we use to help monetize our podcasts. It's called Podmetrics.
0: You may have heard about it before, but let me tell you now, Podmetrics is a platform that allows you to have full control of how you monetize your podcast. You can collab with brands just like we do here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and choose between the many merchants that fit your podcast's audience. It also gives you tips and samples on how to execute your ads properly so you can maximize your earning potential.
2: Not just that, you can also track how many of your listeners you were able to convert and know how much you've earned in real time. Cashing out is also a breeze. So if you're a podcaster... Make sure you sign up by clicking the link in the description of this podcast episode and use our referral code Wrestling2XPod. That's wrestling number two XPOD. So you can monetize your podcast
1: too.
0: Okay, Let's go to Facebook for our shout outs. Uh, saying hi to Andre who said na late daw siya no it's okay on demand to... e- technically everything is on demand right yeah yeah oh. i mean you don't have to be
2: late you don't have to be early for this you can watch this whenever you want well alam mo well alam mo
0: embraced penalty pag maaga ko no na naman din penalty pag late hindi kami nagtatampo guys ha hindi kami nagagalit pag late kayo
2: Should we say some oh, okay, like. more special guest in the comments yeah
0: let's let's do it
2: yeah go all right, saying hey to the Minute Burger guy, Derek Vicente, who is joining us for the first time on the live stream. Uh, I do have to disagree with his take on NXT being a developmental pr- uh, promotion being bad for business. Technically, did not much a bad for business because NXT, yeah. the original uh, incarnation, gave us the stars we have now, like Seth Rollins. It Long gave us the Nexus. Roman Reigns and Nexus it's uh, really developmental talaga I mean there's no uh, getting away from that direction it's just a matter of how are you gonna handle it how are you gonna handle telling stories on that if it's gonna be another In, not Triple rin, H
1: uh, hindi rin naman masama yung developmental yeah. essentially diba, saying that developmental is bad for business is an oxymoron because you kukuha get wrestlers at the end of the exactly, day yeah. so, so it, it's good for business it's bad for storytelling, I guess. Yeah. Or for, bad for fandoms all around. Bad for also,
2: fans who want like a third yeah. indie brand. Yeah.
1: Yon. Also, shout out to LTO. Uh, yes. Insert Ng class clown podcast commercials
0: Yeah, he's been doing I mean, that for the last few weeks.
1: Thanks, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Saying hi to Lewis as well, who's saying that uh, the brother of the Usos will be the only one to get a push. I think that's kind of unfair. I mean, we're seeing other guys naman getting pushed, <laughs> na, you know, younger, newer names about like sure. your um, Odyssey Jones, Carmelo Hayes, Duke Hudson, diba? so, you know,
1: Cal Bloom. I was just about to say, Cal Bloom has a new name now, so at least, diba? so, yeah, and these, you know, guys that who are not even on TV yet are, are getting ready to get pushed. Mas nagbo worried about tayo for guys who don't fit the Vince McMahon mold of like 6'6, 250 pounds. Yeah. for the for the quote unquote midgets of the wrestling world, That's the true. Johnny Gar- the Johnny Garganos and whoever's left in the in that uh, foreground. Because yun talaga yun yung mga kayo nang baka may sila sila. Uh, Creative might not have anything for him. That's actually a lot scarier.
0: Here's a question for you guys. Um, someone like Kevin Owens, if he happened to uh, be five years later or six years later than yung current status niya would he have a place in this era of NXT?
2: Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't think so. Because uh, the call-ups, you know, like the Finn Balor generation, the Hideo Itami generation, they were mostly what Triple H had for Vince at the time. So Vince doesn't do if this is Triple H. Uh, you just got to make do with what you have. But if it's Vince running the show now, I don't think um, Kevin Owens would have gotten the same look Um uh, he could have, but the odds will be ha- much higher.
1: Baka nga si, sh- we're talking about Kevin Owens. What about Shinsuke Nakamura? He's a lot yeah, he's older. Than old. Kevin, uh, uh, uh. he's a lot older than Kevin Owens. You think he? Right, a cut? right. I, I don't. I don't think so. If, if it happened a little bit later for him, I don't think he would have ended up at
0: Yeah, see, si Nakamura entered WWE at thirty-eight. Saba'y sila ni AJ, They were both 38 year olds when they entered, so yeah. Um, I, I guess that uh, that would make sense. Um, somebody's asking about NXT UK. So si Roman J, he's asking, my revamp din ba sa NXT UK? As far as we know, parang wala.
2: Yeah, uh, the that's actually pretty weird because when the. News of the releases happened. I was expecting uh, NXT UK guys to get shafted, but what happened? happen Thank and God! I I don't know if anything is gonna happen to them because they can be seen as an extra expense uh, by the company. Uh, it does seem that uh, Vince does see some of the talent there as valuable. Like you, you got Dude Drop going up, maybe Walter going up, KLR yeah, yeah. going up the Dragon of so Bahanaman safe pa sila. I don't think they're getting a revamp if anything I think that will be the last thing that Triple H and Shawn Michaels get to control you know NXT UK
0: last note on NXT before we jump over to aew like Adam Cole uh, Joseph Shella is asking Johnny allegedly. gargano turn face piece allegedly or reportedly allegedly. <laughs> he's asking for Johnny Gargano to turn face and there are rumors now he's reportedly being positioned to be the new top heel on NXT you guys have any uh, insight on this? Because for me, um, Johnny's too goofy as a heel. Kind of like Kenny Omega. I have thoughts on him. I'll save it for later. But with Johnny, I don't think they can make him any more despicable than he supposedly already is.
1: The problem with Johnny Gargano being a heel is that even if he is a heel, he is still a lot smaller than a majority of his competition. So it doesn't look as menacing. Although he makes it work by being smarty and shady and, and and douchey, but it still isn't as threatening as say, Karrion Cross as the heel. Kasi pag sinabi mong heel si Kross, ka. He's this overwhelming champion that people uh, have had the hardest time trying to conquer. Tok Samoa Joe to take him down. Whereas with Johnny Gargano, parang hindi. Parang hindi
2: people love Johnny. Like uh, He's kind of like Becky Lynch in this regard. Na, he's so good that people can't help but like and cheer him. And because he's also pretty funny, uh, people also tend to adore him. So, uh, there's a relationship with the crowd, especially the NXT crowd. Um, when he was going up against LA Knight this week, uh, it was pretty obvious that the crowd didn't want to boo Johnny. And if I... You were looking for a top heel. I'll just make LA Knight your top heel yeah. on NXT. Yeah,
1: LA, yeah why not? LA, yeah, LA Knight is naturally unlikable. Diba? Yeah. Because he's
0: number one. And, right. Yeah, he's easily,
1: he's easily dislikable. So i rather I rather see that than Johnny Gargano, honestly.
0: Uh, Quick shout-out going out to Larry Noliedo, one of our new listeners uh, slash viewers, who says he's really glad he discovered the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thank you for joining us. All right, sakto yung pag-join uh, ni Larry sa conversation because we're not going to jump over to AEW like what CM Punk did, like what Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan are allegedly doing by this weekend, allegedly and, kasi hindi tayo sure, uh, huh? And Ruby
1: Soho and CJ Perry and... and everyone else na free agent, allegedly
0: lahat na mga 'to eh magiging all elite. So sige, uh, let's get into AEW. Let's predict all out and I want to start with CM Punk. It's his return match. It's his first match in over seven years. And I've got two questions here. One, should this match close the show because it's in Chicago because it's CM Punk? And two, should CM Punk win or lose? We'll start with you, Chino. Uh,
1: feeling ko, I, haven't, I feel like I know where your answer is leading, Stan. Because whenever Darby <laughs> is involved, of course, you're Darby Allen. Uh, But for me, I think that show should close. I feel like it should close. I feel like if CM Punk puts Darby over, it wouldn't be the end of CM Punk's career since he mentioned at the start of his return, even before he came back, that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to put the new guys over and he knows that he still has a lot of uh, sway in the wrestling world to do that, right? Um, I don't know if Darby needs it since he feels pretty over himself right now. He has, he has stick, The ba? How over can you get if you have stick? But at the same time, feeling ko okay na kay CM Punk na matalo siya. Eh. So yes, I agree that it should close. And I don't think CM Punk wants to win.
2: Ikaw, Ro? That's a really good question because I've been thinking the entire time Chino was giving his answer and I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know for both? Uh, No, I know that... Fine, if CM Punk and Darby Allin were the main event, no problem with me. Uh, It is CM Punk's hometown and he does deserve to close his very first pay-per-view back after seven years. Whether or not he should win, though... um, Okay, so for the sake of you know uh, some narrative logic, uh, I can deal with Darby winning because CM Punk is rusty. That should be the story there. Uh, CM Punk is rusty, so Dar he loses. So uh, that should be what happens, I think, and that should eventually um, set him off on a downward spiral wow. to becoming a heel again, to becoming a heel again. Okay. He is much better as a heel, as we all know.
0: Okay, my answers are uh, one, it should main event, regardless of my thoughts and bias against Darby Allen. And second, um, again, regardless of my bias against Darby Allen, I think CM Punk should win because AEW always tries to send the fans home happy with their booking. And this is one right. great way to do that. But right? you're in Chicago, it's CM Punk, easy decision. So yeah. Uh people in the comments uh are, are predicting that maybe punk will win, maybe punk should win. Uh see si Andre sa vinya tata no kopal na, una- na, na natin. That's good. Mind lahat. Uh Julian doesn't mind if CM Punk and Darby Allen will be in the main event. Emil wants straight edge society punk to come back.
2: <laughs> well you do, you do have two the you yeah. have the rest of them there, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: what I said last
1: week. I want to exactly. see a straight edge society reunion. I
0: agree, dude. This is why I think CM Punk should win. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point, too. I, I, I
2: don't mind that point because it, it's also really true that it is his home crowd. But uh, the crowd also loves Darby. So may just get yeah. it done.
1: Yeah, I am not saying that CM Punk shouldn't win. I'm saying that if he had a say in his booking, I'm pretty sure he would say that he'd put Darby over no problem. Say that's what he wanted to do in the first place, but the young guy's over,
0: right? Yeah. Right. So Sabini Larry in the comments can't wait for punk and omega to cross paths. Feeling uh, but since you mentioned Kenny Omega, let's talk about the world championship match between him and Christian Cage. And my biggest question coming in is why doesn't this match feel like a big deal? And I'm say- saying this as a Christian mark. I love Christian, I love that he's is he's in this spot, but I feel like it's not a big deal and it's probably because Kenny Omega just isn't that hateable final boss na heel. And I was thinking about this over dinner. Now you compare him to someone like Triple H no Evolution days or JBL when he was WWE champion. Like I really wanted to see those two guys get their ass kicked because they were racist, they were mean, they were despicable. Kenny Omega is none of those things. I don't need Kenny to be a racist. I just need him to be like a really hateable villain and he's just not that.
2: Uh I disagree with that. Um, I think he was a hateable villain against uh John Moxley. I think he was a hateable villain against Hangman Page. Um the problem that I got with this feud is that they shifted to it mid uh, midway into all out because they were building up the hangman versus Kenny, and then Hangman uh, had to take time off to go be a dad, and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. the original plan is that they were building up the Dark Order storyline so so well to the point I thought they were going to win the 10-on-10 10 10 with a, the with a Toon Squad. <laughs> <Diba>? <laughs> so because they had like three weeks, I believe, three to four weeks to, build, to pivot, to build up a uh, story with Christian and Kenny. And, and know, Christian just quietly won the top one spot in the rankings by beating the Blade of all people yeah. on a random episode of Dynamite. So that was super weird. And they didn't have much, so they had to make Christian win the Impact World Championship. So, talagang pa paseda on finding what to do to make the stick, and they just haven't found it. They're just at the very first um the very first arc or the very first third of the arc when it's still rising. And I believe you need to take longer to really make it mean more. And they just didn't have enough time.
1: Yeah, I agree. I don't think any Omega is at all likable. <laughs> it's a little smart, it gets pa, because he's Kenny Omega. But at this point in his career, I don't see him as easily unlikable. I kumbaga, I don't get what Stan is trying to say your name is detestable because
0: they're ND... too goofy. The elite fucks around a lot. But the elite is also very elitist,
1: hence the name. The na si... na
2: si... na si... na Before talaga yeah. they weren't.
1: Yeah, do you see how he treats uh, Michael Nakazawa? Nakazawa. Yeah, <laughs> he he tweets him horribly. You see how they treat Brandon Cutler horribly, diba? So, parang hindi naman sila. Hindi. It's not like It's not as if they're doing these gimmicks to make people like them. It's as especially kung mo na binibolin nila yung lesser members of the elite, ba. Especially since the guardians and lesser members of the elite. So I don't I don't really see why Indi why you should cheer for Kenny Omega at this point. Especially since he's still on this belt collector run where in guy he's lost one belt, he still has two others with him. So essentially uh I get what Ro is saying here. I am totally on that because the the hangman and Kenny feud was where it was supposed to go. And maybe we see that later on.
0: Uh, Cornelius Lowe is saying, maybe I'm triggered by the 90s a- a- aesthetic. Uh, not really. Uh, I think Roman J hit it on the head that Kenny Omega is rocking the Triple H beard pretty well. Remember that's, uh, that bit no mid-2000s when he was trying to look like Lemmy from Motorhead? So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. that makes Kenny look like a D-bag, sure. Um, I just want the Elite to be less goofy. I just need Kenny to be super mean to the point that teenage me would really want to pay to see him get his ass kicked. That I, I'm just not there. I'm just not there right now. And I'm at a point where I want to ask you guys, do we all agree that Kenny will beat Christian? No. Definitely not. Christian
2: could win it? Heard, what was the question? Do you no, no, think no, no, that? No. I don't you think... think Kenny no. Can, no. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Kenny, yeah, can Kenny could... No, Christian won't beat him for the AEW oh. Championship. Exactly. That's what well, I'm he,
0: saying. Like I, I can't believe know, I mean, yes, that Christian would
1: win. Yeah, at the, But at the same time, Christian wasn't the final answer. It was Hangman all along. So, uh. if he's gonna drop the title to anybody, it's going to be Ant-Man. and Christian has the unfortunate slot of filling in this uh. Uh, show. Uh. That's how the that's how the show turned out, and he, at least he gets a job. Right? At least, sure. at least, with that night, so.
0: sure. Yeah, it just reminds me of Christian from like uh mid 2000s WWE, which is you know sad, but it is what it is, right? Okay. Uh, moving on, let's talk about the final fight: Chris Jericho versus MJF. And uh, Jericho himself pushing stipulation that if he lost or if he loses at All Out, he would have to retire from being an, uh, a wrestler in AEW. So I I don't believe Nah Chris Jericho would just retire right here. I don't think so. But like MJF got a very compelling promo on Dynamite this week. Nah, uh, Chris Jericho is basically like Muhammad Ali. Or, you know, maybe a local comparison like Mani Pacquiao. Alam na it's time to retire. Here we are. So, you know, um, what? Is Jericho going to retire here? Is he actually getting his his win against MJF? What do you think?
2: Okay, if we base it on the last result, which was MJF beating Chris Jericho in the five labors of Jericho, then uh, for sure, Bahama is Jericho, ba? Uh To me, though, uh, I kind of want to say that this might just be it for Jericho. I think he's done everything he could um, in the company. He's put over the people he wanted to put over. It's not like he has to have a match with Punk. He's already done that before. Uh, It's not like he has to have a match with Hangman. He's already done that before. Um, I believe he knows that he is much better or much more productive as a commentator. So I have a strong feeling that he is considering hanging it up. Damn. All right. That
0: that's a bold prediction. Oh
1: And and I'm gonna wow. say I'm gonna say that Jericho retires from entering competition with everything Ro just said. Plus, and I might be mistaken here, you guys might know better. I think is going back on tour.
2: It's a ni Andre may, may tour
1: though. going back on tour and we all know that when Fozzy goes on tour, I'll ask Jericho <laughs> for months. Right? That the, whole, the 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 sporadic WWE runs that he's had happened because Fozzy was on tour a lot of those times. So it would only make sense, especially if you're Chris Jericho at this stage of your career, like you call first ever AEW champion, you have the inner circle, it's all good. But you also want to give the rest of the spotlight to the younger guys about to the guys who can commit to the show week in week out and see jericho has been very vocal with his involvement backstage wherein he was one of the key people who put uh dynamite together and and helped uh tony Khan and company put together a wrestling product for this Generation. So go he understands his role in AEW now, and if he ends up being like an EVP or something and just calls matches every now and then, then who can really fault him? He's fifty years old. Let the guy rest.
0: Oh, yeah, turns fifty-one next month. Uh John Christopher says in the comments: keyword will not wrestle in AEW. Bakara umapir sa NJPW. Yeah, I, I was thinking about this. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about those when he put out the stipulation. I just felt it was really weird. Now MJF didn't even reject Jericho yet, and then sinabing ni Jericho. Eto na, eto na. Pumayag na eto ng stipulation. Like alam mo, hindi man lang hard to get si MJF. <laughs>
2: uh, uh, he knew that MJF would, you know, chomp yeah. at the bit to get rid of him in AEW.
1: It's it's too good to say no to it if you're yeah. MJF. So exactly. Like, exactly. This whole time, you all you wanted to do was get rid of Chris Jericho, and now you have the opportunity to do it. So, Shampoo, jump on it.
0: Uh, Bruce is asking: With Chris Jericho possibly going uh, to be a full-time commentator, will he eventually replace Jr? I don't know. <laughs> None of yes. us are backstage. No,
2: no, no. We have to talk about this. Uh, Jr. said that he was willing to step down soon and uh, become a producer of the commentary team. I believe. So there was okay. that rumor, and right. if if. That's happening. Then, it's kaya na accelerate yung ano yung commentator ni Jericho.
0: Right. Okay. So let's say JR's uh, let's say JR's transitioned out of Dynamite's commentary. So that's Excalibur, Tony Schiavone. Then you slot Jericho in there on Dynamite. That also makes Rampage AJ three-man booth. Hindi na sila nagsasapawan with uh, Taz, Mark Henry, and Excalibur. I think I can live with that. I can deal with that. Um, last note on the final fight, admin Jackie says he si Minoru Suzuki na lang yung current fifty plus na Malakas. I guess aside from Chris Jericho. Sila na and, ba? and Goldberg, guys, you're
1: forgetting I did not build. Come on. <laughs> the man is 53. Come on. I
2: can't believe he's 53. How is that how is that guy like three years older than Jericho? Yeah.
1: She's <laughs> way older That's
0: true Oh, Also, Chris Jericho Defeated Goldberg in a fistfight backstage yes, And you can read all about so that, so that In Jericho's second book, Undisputed
2: <laughs> 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 Okay,
0: next uh, match on the list Let's talk about the women uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD Takes on Chris Statlander For the AEW Women's Championship nakulangan din also build up nito like yeah we've you know heard Britt Baker run her mouth every week pero where's Chris Statlander been
1: yeah
2: I believe she was on the dark shows I don't yes. know I don't yeah. watch the dark show Lance can probably yeah. answer this yeah no if she I, I can oh, answer no. it because I okay. I
1: actually dark is like my white noise machine now um, <laughs> see, Chris Statlander has been doing a lot of things with the best friends and unfortunately the best friends have been relegated to dark so there were a, a bunch of occasions where she'd just run in when Brent Baker. There was one occasion I remember she Brent Baker was beating on somebody and Chris Strathlander run in to, to do the save, right? And I guess that's how the feud started. But it's not really a well-built feud. Considering yeah, not, yeah, it really Considering a lot of it was on Dark. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people watched Dark to begin with. So I'm uh, ending it all. Is It's just a placeholder feud. Like, there's probably somebody out there who they're prepping Britt Baker for. We don't know who that is yet. But I, unfortunately, don't think it's Chris Statlander.
0: Yeah, it's really unfortunate because I love Chris Statlander. It's just that uh, she hasn't been on TV. How can you care about someone challenging for the top women's title when they're not on TV? Like, your main product is Dynamite. You couldn't give Chris Statlander a, uh, Statlander a spot on the go-home show before All Out? That's it nuts
2: rampage to me. Rampage. There's a match on Rampage, so that's technically the go home is show. Uh, another the thing about AEW booking, I've noticed, is that they seem to be booking more for TV, and then biglang uh the pay-per-view will be on the horizon, and then they'll realize, oh my, pay-per-view palatayo. It's time to book for the pay-per-view, and that's why we have Christian versus Kenny na walang build.
0: Yeah, um, I don't like that, and you know, for all of the talk about how oh AEW so much better than WWE. Uh, I wouldn't say in nitpicking to it because it's a real criticism of AEW. Like if you really want to stand out and say na you know we, we're the top promotion, we're the promotion to beat, we're the hottest company out there. That's something they have to get down pat. Like yung pacing ng storytelling nila. Like sige, I, you know patawarin na natin yung kay Christian and yung kay Hangman and Kenny Omega. Di control. yun eh. But like with Chris Statlander, she, you know, she was there. She's around. Yeah. I, I, I hindi ko lang not ko lang matanggap na ano going to make an excuse yun. So, yeah. Uh, next up on our match card for All Out, let's talk about the... Oh, ah, wait. Sorry. Predictions. Britt Baker, right? Yeah. Britt Baker.
1: Britt Baker.
0: Oh, sure. for, for Ruby cool. Soho. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Probably. Or, or somebody else.
0: All right. Next up, tag team championships being defended in the steel cage. We got a preview of that as Dynamite closed Kanina, It's going to be the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. Ito ren, also a sudden din tong feud. Na to. Uh, Ro, you mentioned in your Rampage review that it really looked like they were more organically built towards Young Bucks versus yep. Jurassic Express. So what do you think about this?
2: Um, really missed opportunity to have the Jurassic Express, which is really getting over. And then they had the matches with the Elite. Uh, try to go up against the elite. So I don't know what they're doing here. I don't know if they are continually building uh Jurassic Express up as the underdogs um in the tag team division. So I don't know, but I really did want to see the Jurassic Express get their time in the sun. So um feeling another Lucha Bros here. I, I think so. Chino you're nodding your
0: head. Why? Why do you yeah, think no, so? I
1: want I wanna put, I wanna make a bold prediction and say Lucha Bros get it. Why? Because they Set the Lucha Bros up for a lot of story points. Yes. Yeah. Which is it's not back. happening. Which is not happening, sure. But it's still there. Pac can still very much uh do it in a, in a dynamite little down the road, so it's still there. And the Lucha Bros have been primed and teased for a championship uh spot in the past before. So you've had Penta and Eddie Kingston go at it. You've had the Lucha Bros go at it. And then now they have a second shot at it again. This time inside a steel cage. Feeling of the fact that there's a steel cage involved. Makes it more in the favor of the Lucha Bros. Because there's going to be some and of course the unbox, there's going to be some crazy ass spot with how the Lucha Bros walk away with the title.
0: I was actually going to say that the Young Bucks will win. You know, prediction. Ko? Because I think that in the same way that si Hangman Page should with Kenny, it's si Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus yung sa Young Bucks.
2: Yeah, that's what I wanted.
0: But we, we can't always get what we want. Apparently not. Yeah. So there, uh, that's the first half of the card. We're going to get to the second half in a bit. Keep uh, those comments coming. We'd love to hear your predictions ninyo as we go back and forth here for all-out predictions. But first, we got to take another break and let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping, this time over on Shopee. All
2: right, guys. When I'm in sales of Shopee, there's a payday sale. There's a 9-9 sale coming next week. And the stuff you want to get is easily you know, accessible on the, on the app. All you got to do to support your uh, favorite wrestling podcast while doing your shopping shopping is use our affiliate link that is tinyurl.com slash wwpxshopee, tinyurl.com slash wwpxshopee. Just use that before you add the cart and check out and your purchases
0: will help us do what we do here in the podcast with no extra cost to you. And now another word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off The Record with me, Mix Bustos.
2: Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off The Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia.
0: Catch you guys on my show! Okay, we're finally on Kumu, so let's get to those Kumu shoutouts.
1: Yo, let's get to those cool shout outs. Sabidi Kyle, if AEW can make Darby Allen look strong, I guess CM Punk should win. Sabidi Kyle, but for sure, if CM Punk wins, the internet would call him out for his purpose of coming back. Right? <laughs> we these points. Sending a big shout out to Big Panda13, our new follower here on TV.
2: Hey, Big Panda. Also, what's up, man?
1: Also saying what's up to Simon Justin. Domingo, he, Hill, ball uh, Jay Mate, and Andrea Mitchell. Thank you for joining us in KUBU, guys. We're a little late to the KUBU game now, but keep hitting those hearts, guys. Keep sending us those hearts so that you know you let the people of KUBU know, rather, that you are all in for this wrestling talk.
0: All right. Really appreciate you all. Okay, back to all-out predictions, and let's get to a match that a lot of you seem to be really invested in and really looking forward to, and that's Paul White versus Q.T. Marshall. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know, what after, ver- after what happened this week, I would much rather have Paul White versus Billy Gunn.
1: I will actually, be, yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. Actually, what is it? Like they have history. I'll be really surprised if Q.T. Marshall gets any offense whatsoever. in this not Going If squash, not I would be really surprised.
0: Yeah, me too. The best sign of the week was this guy's AEW who held up a sign that said, QT Marshall is a weenie. He is! He's such a joke! So, so Gun Club turned on Paul White on Dynamite today, and QT was like, oh wow, this is happening. He just looks like a hapless guy who happened to be the luck into that happening. What the hell? <laughs> I don't Jeez. know what's going on.
2: I'm sure QT Marshall is a nice guy, but uh, this isn't it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Paul White's going to knock him out. And yeah, uh, Jim Ross called Show? him Big Show. Yes, let's get that out of the way. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Jim Ross called him Big Show. Twice. Uh, called him twice. Uh, Nobody called sigh. him out. <laughs> Uh Cornelius Lowe's asking our uh, uh, our thoughts on QT Marshall. Yeah, we we've kind of ranted about him the past couple of weeks. Uh the character is a joke. Like <laughs> there's no other way to go about it. Like he is the Jabroni of all Jabronis. Yeah. I'm just going to say
2: that um the entire QT Marshall exposure is much better off as a second um women's match on the card.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, no, they have they have three and two essentially. You've got the. Um,
2: I'll find a third women's match on the card. Yeah, the,
1: the casino battle royal, which we'll get to.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, I. I don't want to dunk on the guy too much because Ro said he might actually be a nice guy in real life. We don't know, right? um. It's just that he just hasn't been booked to look competent at all, at all.
1: Sabi Emil Benia. Cutie
0: Marshall is the Brian Scalabrini of England. I disagree, sir. Brian no, Scalabrini sir. is an NBA champion. <laughs> he has a ring. Cutie uh, Marshall has not uh. been a world champion. <laughs> All right. We spent too much time on Paul White versus Cutie. Let's talk about Miro and Eddie Kingston for the TNT Championship. Uh, some of you in the comment section have been loving the promos. Oh, I've, I've enjoyed them as well. Um, I, I love how Miro's like, I will forgive you, Eddie Kingston, but after I beat you at all out, that, that's pretty funny because it's so patronizing.
2: Yeah, uh, Miro oh. sounds like a, an e fed character right now, <laughs> and I am all for it. So i He hasn't been getting the spotlight that Darby got when he was TNT champion. So um, at least give him the squash spot every week. Come on, guys, it's not so hard.
0: I know this. The Mad King stand a chance here.
1: I think Eddie Kingston is in a point of his career that okay because uh, uh. he's been such a journeyman in the in the scene, right? been through so many different promotions here and there, and he's already accepted the fact ng di siya to WWE. So feeling ko na accepted na niya na hindi siya mag uh, the champion anytime soon or in fact, maybe probably ever. Because uh, he's okay just having a role there and uh, being a mentor to these guys or helping put people over. And the fact that you guys mentioned it, and am the a promos, and I feel like Eddie Kingston has a lot to do with that. So he's such a great promo guy that you can't help but step up to his level whenever you're cutting a promo. But Miro has been able to do that. Not that he's been a slouch in the promo game, but I think Eddie, Eddie Kingston rather, has has helped him step up.
0: Emil says in the comments nasi CJ Perry will debut in the match to manage Miro. Do you want this to happen, Ro? Um,
2: He already alluded to it when he said that, you know, he stays down for his wife in a hotel room. So feeling, it is going to happen. Her 90 days just uh, expired yesterday, I believe. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Um, it's probably going to happen.
1: She posted about it on Instagram saying 90 days is up. You know, captioning 90 days is up. You know what that means, dot, dot, dot. So I guess it's pretty much confirmed at this point. Oh, uh, na- mention mentioned
0: the name. Uh, yeah, they all were Uh Her, yeah. Buddy Murphy, uh, Braun Strowman, uh, they were part of that same uh, group that yeah. all got cut together three months ago. So, let's see. Alright, more stuff from all out. John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Uh, Kojima, of course, part of the over-50 club that keeps going strong. Uh, so, what, what do you guys expect out of this match? Um, I
2: expect John Moxley to go over because it is an interpromotional match, and the home promotion has to win.
0: Igauchino.
1: Yeah, I, I was actually surprised that we were getting a Koshima match. To be honest, I didn't expect this uh, on the card. Once uh, probably you know, from my wrestling blind side, uh, but I expect also Moxley to go over.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Mox wins here. Um, I don't really have a lot of expectations because I'm not that big of an NJPW fan. Uh, I know I know Lori Nikojima. I just know he's a big deal. So, you know, uh, it, it's going to happen.
1: I mean, it's going to be a good match. There's no doubt. Uh, right. So I just, I just want Boston to win.
0: Sige, sige. Okay, next up, you've got the 21-woman casino battle royale. Um, 19 have already been announced. So the list goes Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Tay Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hiko Emmy Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kiara Hogan, Abaddon, Leila Hirsch, Kylan King, Rebel, Jamie Hater, Anna Jay, Chadalawang TBD. So people are already saying Ruby Soho is going to be one of those. Who do you think the other one's going to be?
2: Uh, who else do we have? I don't know. No, <laughs> I am not sure who else. No.
1: no so see, so a lot of people were speculating. Iconics all that. Uh, Iconics, but it de de ba? oh. The battle's not good. Pwede yeah, pwede. no
0: Ruby put in. Yeah, Cassie and uh, Jessica.
1: Yeah, right there. So, may nagsasabi sa, well, online people are speculating that CM the reason CM Punk has AC and CF on his shoes was because the AC stood for Adam Cole. So, I think ko is CF Charlotte Flair. <laughs> 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 let's what? go, let's go, Charlotte Flair for the win. The <laughs> in all seriousness, do not sa PBA.
0: Yeah, I think it's always uh, it's always safe to bet on TBA. Paga uh, casino battle royal. Uh na last time. Jungle Boy deba. You beat Christian. So yeah. it wasn't TBA, but you know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's gonna win this one either. Uh, oh. it's, it's a weird field.
2: Oh and Amy Sakura was there, but she
0: already announced for the match? Yeah, she's in it. Yes. Oh, wait, she's announced. Okay. Right. Yes. Right. Parayosalini Ishida, are okay. part of that match. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know who's going to win here. If if Ruby Soho is coming in and she's going to be pushed as a big deal, then I'd probably put money on her. But if she's not part of it and then it's one of uh, the inspiration, I would say that they're as good a bet as any. And then have both of them win. So Ruby My Soho, bet. Sorry. sorry. Go.
1: Ru- Ruby Soho has a stronger case here because in the video that she posted, una una surprise surprised. There's prison. Thank God. I'm <laughs> prison innuendos finally. Uh, but also at the end of that video, if you pause it at the right time, you will see destination and then six blank spaces like a hangman clue. Right? All so out seven. So seven, para seven blank spaces. Like Chicago. Hangman, so Chicago. Right? a lot of people are also saying impact exclamation point, which is how you write <laughs> the show anyway. So I don't know. It's it's a strong case for her to make an appearance here.
0: Uh, Alan's saying TBA could be Maki Ito. I don't know. I think pwede. the ship has sailed on Maki Ito for now. Yeah for now.: and,
2: um, My prediction to win is Thunder Rosa.
0: Uh, ah pwede. Because I just like Thunder Rosa. And uh, she started a feud with Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose Kanina when yeah. they beat pwede. her down.: Yeah. Pwede. Why not? So yeah Dito tayo has split for obvious reasons. Right, last couple of things uh, for All Out. Andrade versus Pac is not happening because of travel issues. So it's Andrade versus TBA. Dito kaya natin ilagay yung mga ano, allegedly, <laughs> reportedly, baka sumipot ng All Out. Ito na guys, pag usapan na natin. Adam Cole and Brian Danielson. Which one of these two is likelier to show up?
2: Uh likely to show up, Brian, for sure. Uh, he's already been in the works. Um the rumors are saying that he's gonna show up. Uh the, the debut was moved up to all out. So I don't know. I think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be him against Andrade. I just think he's gonna show up like Andrade did the first time.
1: I'm gonna steal Andre's answer and say Ric Flair. <laughs> this, is his, this is his one last match. <laughs> he's gonna, he's going to come out and beat his son in law with a figure four. Uh, do we his, want
0: Ric Flair to die, sir? Uh, because I do uh, not you want, want, you want, want Ric Flair to mate. die. Uh, <laughs> you know what you to so, Joseph, what if, uh, what if it's Buddy Matthews who comes out, former uh, Buddy, buddy okay. Murphy? But I, but no, no he's
2: showing up for impact, so I don't think it's him.
1: Oh, okay, that's interesting. Because I in the name is forgotten Son. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. So I, that right. see Steve Cutter, Steve something. Macklin,
2: Steve Macklin.
1: Macklin. There we go. Uh, I, I want to see Andrade take on uh, Brian Danielson for sure. It'll be. If goodbye WWE. <laughs> I mean, what, else, what else can happen? But they brought everybody out now. It's at this point now where they're bringing out guy after guy. And just people are just popping after every person.
2: Braun Strowman.
1: If, if it's if it is Braun Strowman, I am going to be very surprised because he does not strike <laughs> me as an AEW type of guy. So I I feel like see. Brian might be a strong possibility, but then again, I wa- i wonder if they'll save Brian and give him his own spotlight, kind of like what they did for CM Punk.
2: Oh, I, I don't uh, think it's gonna be Brian.
1: It, it, it might be better to do that for Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson at this point, because he already has that WWE pedigree behind him. So a lot or more, a lot more people are going to be able to. Uh, recognize him on TV. So it's better for ratings long run, if they space it out. So maybe Adam Cole, because no si Adam Cole, given that yep. he's, he's,
0: he's free to appear.
1: Diba? So he can't actually just make an appearance.
0: Okay, so let's say both of these guys show up. Which is the bigger deal? It has to be Brian, right? Brian,
1: for
0: sure. Yeah, oh, Brian Brian Adam yeah. Cole. If and when we hear the final countdown, I think in that that's that that's it, right? Um, not sure about Jonah Rock. I think he still has his 30-day non-compete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's yeah, the so, uh... Jonah
1: Rock's uhls that have
0: the non-compete. Mm, fresh pa yun, eh. So yeah, um, so it might be Adam Cole facing Andrade because why not? And Brian might have his own segment, the way that they had Andrade and Mark Henry make their AEW debuts. So yeah. Um okay, last couple of things. Uh, best Friends and the Jurassic Express are teaming up in the buy-in or the kickoff nila against HFO. I think they're just going to give them the, the feel-good moment. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. Again, it, it's sad that you have to relegate the Jurassic Express, who's one of the most over teams in AEW, to a pre-show spot. Because it's not a title picture.
0: Oh. So, yeah. I mean, it's a stacked card. It always is, diba? because, because AEW. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last note on AEW before we get to our picks of the week. Chino sabi mo kanina, if Brian shows up, wala na, uh, AEW's gonna beat WWE na. I don't know. Um, if, w- will this move the needle? Kasi, diba, we've been seeing from the ratings, oh na, God. mas casual, ano parin, eh? mas casual friendly WWE compared to AEW. <sighs>
2: God, I hate this needle moving discussion. Oh my god. <laughs> the, a lot of people who don't understand needle moving love to talk about needle moving. Um it's going to move the needle for AEW, but it's not going to move it enough to a point that yeah. WWE. Um the the facts are still here that Smackdown is a top-rated show, the, the highest-rated wrestling show out of all the wrestling shows around the world. Uh, Raw is the second um, AEW only uh, Dynamite only beats NXT uh, That Rampage where CM Punk debuted Just beat NXT uh, But other than that um, uh, It's not gonna beat them in the ratings But that's okay That's totally fine I don't expect them to move the needle right now I don't expect them to win against the ratings uh, Against Raw and SmackDown in the ratings right now But uh, I don't want people in WWE to lose their jobs either just because the ratings are low. And uh, what is great is hopefully uh, every wrestling show rates high. Because they're not to
0: right they time slot, araw. And um, you know, for people who like to, to ask uh, these questions, especially on the internet, um, I think ultimately we're going yeah. Still the fans who win. Because yeah. we get all this wrestling, all this content. And if you're the type of wrestling fan that we spend so much of our time watching wrestling and you want to cut back on your wrestling. at eh, the old way you like WWD, watch WWE. You want to abstain from WWE because your favorites are now in AEWD, watch AEW. Like theoretically, there's nothing wrong with that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, there is nothing like, wrong with it.
1: Like tay-tatlo, we watch both products, it's right? a demographic nah. Middle gens statistics and considering uh, that we are in the Philippines and yeah, yeah. we all watch it through alternative means. But at the same time, if you're a fan in the States, a fan in the US, like my brother is, like all the other people there, but man on your own time and you'll still be able to catch both things at your leisure. Because they have different methods for it now. You have on demand, they can DVR it. You know, there's just a number of ways to catch wrestling now.
0: Exactly. I think what people want, lang, uh, just to uh, wrap a around it, is for the product to be better. And when you have competition putting pressure on you to be better, then that makes the overproduct better, ideally. Kind of like nung Monday Night Wars, diba, when WWE felt the pressure from WCW really forced them to step the F up and, and push the Austins and the Rocks of the world. So we're hoping that it leads to some, I don't know, some golden age again of wrestling in, in the 2020s. But yeah, th- uh that, that's wishful thinking, right? Mm. Yeah. Let's get to our picks of the week. And let's start with you, Ro. Hi,
2: okay, my pick of the week is from this uh week's dynamite. It is the opening match, FTR versus Proud and Powerful. Uh really good match. Um Di na
0: injured C Cash Wheeler, and I hope he gets better. All right. Um, I'm gonna go next. Mine was Ridge Holland versus Tommaso Ciampa. Easily the best Ridge Holland match since he debuted stateside. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Sobrang, sobrang, silent talaga. And I love yeah. Champa. So, Ciampa. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, my pick of the week goes out to Impact of all places. It is the big LG, uh, Doc Gallows. I almost said Luke. The big LG, <laughs> Doc Gallows versus Joe Doring uh, on Impact. And it's just big, mini man slapping me. Just Ooh, okay. big, big man on big man action. And that all right. For- it's actually refreshing considering they're the pinakamalaking people in the roster. Yan. They're just the big monsters. And they're just going at it 2000 style. And I love it.
0: Alright. All right. Uh, Cornelius Lowe saying, if Brian Danielson shows up on AEW, he'll plug the Wrestling Wrestling podcast on his socials. Why do you have to wait, man? Just do it now.
1: <laughs> we will hold you to that, sir.
2: And just so you know, we called CM Punk showing up on Rampage. <laughs>
0: I also called Christian Cage showing up when he did, uh, so, you know. Uh, okay, let's let's get to our plugs, and you're gonna want to listen to this one because tomorrow we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be part of another roundtable where the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast will get to interact with Ate Shotzi Blackheart. Yes, that is happening. Uh, we'll wake up extra early tomorrow. We'll be all caffeinated at like 8 a.m. Sana walang kay na I'm watching you. You, and a man. <laughs> Good morning from the Philippines. Uh, <laughs> Bilangin natin how many times that'll be mentioned on the call. <laughs> you'll Sorry.
2: definitely hear the, the, the results of that interview on the podcast. Um, we don't know yet if we're going to get some one-on-one time like we did, but pretty deadly. Pero for sure, uh, since it's a huge get, uh, you'll be hearing it next week. Listen, right, I'm, just, right.
1: I'm just glad I got to meet Shotzi Blackheart and tell her thank you for not blocking me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, I tagged her so many times man It's ridiculous
0: Yeah as admin Jackie points out If you have any que- uh, questions for Ate Shotzi, Just tweet us at Wrestling2xPod And you know we'll see if we can include them in our list For tomorrow morning Also coming up on the podcast We've got an interview with the social media manager Of MinuteBurger His name is Derek Vicente You've seen his art, his wrestling references And his weeb references all over Minute Burger. We'll talk all about that uh, on the audio only episode set to come out on Tuesday. So that's happening here on the Wrestling Wrestling podcast. Um, so, individual shows, then let's start with you, Ro. What's happening on your end?
2: Uh, what well, happened on the episode? So, if you haven't listened to the latest episode of Evolving Backwards, just go listen to that. It's still pretty fun. Uh, we'll let you know
0: when we're updating it uh, soon, I hope. All right. How about you, Chino? What's going on, oh. to class clown?
1: Alright, this week on the Class Clown Podcast, I have Aaron Cristobal. Aaron hey. is an improviser, also a comedian, and now rapper. And we talk about her <laughs> quarantine journey and her improv journey. And we also talk about BTS, but, uh, if that's your type of thing. So we do that this week on Class Clown. You can find it on all my social media platforms or all your podcast aggregators of choice. Go ahead and listen to the hold on check collar ah, the 65th best <laughs> podcast in Saudi Arabia Nice
2: invite <laughs> for Crown Jewel uh,
1: I am the 60 I am also ironically enough the 34th best podcast in Hong Kong. Taiwan is a country. Taiwan is a country. You can listen to it on all your social media or all your podcast platforms or on my socials at Chino Supersize. Also, I'll be doing some stand-up tonight with the beautiful people of Laughing Gas, Malaysia. Um, It is on my Facebook page, also on the Laughing Gases Facebook page. Just search for it there. It starts at 9 p.m.
0: All right. As for me, my uh, two other podcasts on deck Uh, just dropped an episode yesterday featuring Bert Ong of Never the Strangers. He's their guitarist and he talks about being introverted and how he turns on his performer self when he goes on stage, something that I can relate to uh, as a fellow introvert. Uh, You can also check out Now Steaming, a Chinoy podcast where we talk to Anton C., the chief transport planner of Pasig City. and we talked about how Chinoy typically stay away from public service and politics, and how he is basically counterculture in that regard. Uh, we also talk about empathy, uh, you know, uh, with regard to like your community, your country, and all that. So it's a great discussion on now steaming. And um, the upcoming episode, nung "Chinese by Blood, Filipino by Heart," we talk about Chinoy representation in the media. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have a couple of speaking parts in there. So go check that out on CNN Philippines this Sunday at 8 p.m. As for the three of us, again, if you want to uh, talk wrestling on social media, just tag us at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Uh, you can also check out SmartHenry.com for your wrestling news and reviews. Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. You can find us at the uh, at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or just search for The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Kami lang naman show up And please follow us anywhere and everywhere you can. Thank you very much to all of our patrons. We will see you on Monday for our watch party of All Out. Uh, Ro, ano Live it? Yeah, thanks, sir. Uh, yeah. All I right. don't
2: want it on you We will be buying the pay per view from Fight.
0: Yo, So let's watch it live Monday morning. AEW All Out. Go to patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Thank you to our listeners and viewers as well on Kumu and here on Facebook. And thank you to our babyface producers, Nikai and Gel, for putting everything together behind the scenes. And shout out to the PNA family, PNA team, for helping us do what we do best here on the Wrestling Wrestling podcast.
1: And happy
0: birthday, PNA. Yeah, happy birthday, PNA. Happy birthday, PNA. Too good to be two. That's right. So on behalf of Ro Moran and Gina Liao, my name is Stan C. Saying thank you very much. Mask up. Get your vaccines if you can. Voter registration is back uh, up and running some malls. So please go and register and vote when you can by next year. My name is Stan C. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Out. Peace.